What's up, what's up, what's up, my brothers and sisters in Christ? This is Minister Bird from BJ Major, and I welcome each and every single one of you to a brand new episode of God's Recording. Thank you all so very much for pressing the play button and checking out today's brand new episode. Be sure that you share this podcast. Share this podcast through a um, email, text message, even post it on social media. When you do that, not only are you helping this podcast to grow? But most importantly, you are helping the gospel of Jesus Christ reach more and more people. As you all have been noticing over the last number of weeks, there have been several individuals joining me here on God's recording. And it has definitely been a great time. And today I, I have someone else joining me for the first time here on the podcast for the first time ever i would like to welcome ayana to the um podcast did i say that name right yes <laughs> i said it right y'all you said it right, you said it right. praise thank the lord welcome to the podcast thank thank you for having me i'm excited amen y'all i ain't gonna you know i i be myself on here y'all know this country accent of mine sometimes i in a tent i don't purposely but sometimes i say people name wrong and i i hate that because i make i want to make sure i get people names right so i i, I ain't gonna lie i stumbled a little bit but i got it right no you got it you got it you got it you got it hey man it's great to have you on here today i'm ready for this discussion something i i, I ain't gonna lie it get i think it'll get the church a little shaky when you talk about stuff like this it, it really does so just like this it does shake folks up a little bit yeah because 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 you know nobody want to talk about the elephant in the room right exactly but here on here on god's recording we're going to talk about it <laughs> um <laughs> to, today what we're going to discuss we're going to well our discussion topic topic is in the form of a question are traditions killing the church oh my goodness mm -mm. This question is something that I asked on the Sunday Word Report. Um, oh, my goodness. Almost. Wait, hold on. 18, 19, 20. Oh, goodness. Three years ago. Wow. It's been three years since that episode. My goodness. Three years ago, I asked the, qu I asked the question um, in a panel discussion, is traditions killing the church? And I felt led to discuss that here today here on God's recording because traditions don't get me wrong there there are some traditions that are good and in, in some in some shape form and fashions traditions are good but we live in a time where there are certain traditions and certain mindsets that are destroying the church and I'm not talking about just the physical church building I'm talking about the people of God, the true church. You know, I have I'm gonna be I'm gonna be very transparent today. I have seen so many souls be lost all because some folks rather hold on to a tradition instead of really doing what needs to be done to win souls for Christ because it Exactly. It, it cuz a lot of folks are so caught up if this goes against my tradition then I'm not going to do it. And see, here's the thing. Jesus was very radical when it came to um, his earthly ministry. And we supposed to follow that example. Exactly. And even when just by saying radical, a lot of people will be turned off by that word because when they think of radical, they think of someone being crazy or out of order. But that's not the case. 
basically right. when it comes to you know being like christ when it comes to ministry it's all about stepping outside the box jesus came to not just fulfill the law but but he came also to change the game exactly so that's, I, that's i feel like that's what people don't that's one of the things that people don't remember when they think about jesus mm-hmm. they don't remember that he was a game changer he was one of those that stirred the pot he he made people uncomfortable and that's the reason why they crucified him because the religious people the people that were uh legalistic they didn't like what jesus was doing because they didn't realize he was the son of god they didn't like the fact that he was breaking so-called traditions and that's why they crucified him mm-hmm. most definitely and um oh you just said see you getting me started already saying just god just hit me with something <laughs> ain't it crazy how even though you know basically jesus was crucified for that in some shape form or fashion people are still being crucified to this day but now i'm not talking about being nailed to a cross but no exactly like they're being socially you know cast out because people don't want to accept the fact that some traditions like we can't allow them to restrict us and some people aren't afraid to buck the system like jesus did so they socially crucified him (laughs) exactly um one tradition i want to bring up is church attire now i strongly i am gonna say this i believe you should come into the the house of god dressed respectfully not for people but for god because you're in his house but it shouldn't matter if you have on a suit or a hat or tie or dress you know it's just basically i just be happy to see people come and just be ready to worship exactly you know and to be truth be told we are in a day and age where you know like for example i grew up you know my generation we grew up in you know mostly all the kids had on suits and was dressed to a T, you know, females had their beautiful dresses on and all that stuff. And, you know, nowadays, you know, um, either, you know, some some people can't afford that or some people just don't feel like they're selves in that. And right. I believe we're in a time now where those traditions got to take us um, back seat because, <laughs> like I said earlier, I have seen in some cases where, you know, some people talking about, oh, look how what they had on today. Look with this and look at that. But you should be more concerned about how can I help this person? How can I reach out to this person and like minister to them? Not about what they got exactly. on, but just be like a, a mentor something to them just to help them. Right. Because someone coming into a church setting, you you know, a lot of people come in bound down and 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 in some in some chains and shackles of life your main concern should be okay how can i help them maybe i should just go to them and that they even showed up bingo thank you thank you see i know i I see i see why god wanted me to invite you for this topic (laughs) i was reading a book not that long ago um it's called adam where are you and it's about you know why black men aren't showing up at church like they used to or in the numbers that they should be showing up in and the book listed a whole bunch of reasons well it was about like 10 reasons why 10 of the average reasons why black men don't show up to church 
And one of the reasons was because they felt judged when they walked into the church based off of what they were wearing. And it's just, that really hurts my heart because something, something as simple as clothes shouldn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like you said, um, when you come into the house of God, you should respect God's house and want to dress accordingly. But people shouldn't feel deterred from walking into the church doors just because they don't have a suit or something nice to wear, you know? Exactly. Um, oh, goodness. It's just... I also, too, with that, I, I, I feel that some people forget where they come from. Mm. Um, because... We all have a story. We all have a past. I'm not saying be, you know, caught up in whatever lifestyle I used to live in. But remember, we all had to say yes to Jesus. Exactly. We all had to turn away from our sin, truly confess it to him. Let's not forget where we come from because who... And here's the amazing thing about it. Your story can help somebody, but you got to humble yourself right that's the word that a lot of people are missing please be cool some people don't like that word but you humble like humble yourself before the lord and get right and i said this a few weeks ago um when i was when davion bellinger i believe that was the episode with him i said when he was on here when when i was listening to an actress talk about a a um famous big time actor and comedian i'm not gonna say the name (laughs) but (laughs) she she was talking about how the reason he's successful is because he's cocky he's um and a little bit arrogant and she also talked about how her husband don't like the word humble because humble means to lower yourself and how she's talking about how her husband can't stand that word because you can't be humble in this world i'm like oh my goodness lord jesus no 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 Humble, I feel like people don't like the word humble or submit or submission, but that's what you have to do when you come to Christ anyway. You have to be humble. You have to submit. You have to submit yourself to Christ. And so when you're serving others, you have to have that same spirit. God wants us to be humble. Mm-hmm. Because how can you... Oh, my goodness. I know it's going to step on some toes. How can you have a hunger to go in God's presence but you're not humbling yourself right cause don't be fake don't be trying to be humble in front of God and then you get in front of other folks and you're not (laughs) exactly and you know um Lord give me back the thought God just gave me a a good thought when it comes to oh another thing about traditions um we got so many great Baptists, Pentecostal, mm-hmm. mm. Church of God in Christ. Mm. I mean, dedicated to the to the denomination. Right. But when it comes to truly being a born again, say signified believer in Christ, it's nowhere to be found in them. Talk about it. They be more dedicated to the denomination than to Christ. Mm-hmm. 
and that that's another thing that breaks my heart is just like where is your devotion to Christ where is it exactly because because you know my, my um my, my former pastor before he retired a few years ago he told me something years ago he was like I believe it was him he told me how you know a lot of folks attend services I mean faithfully but don't have no type of relationship with, with, with Christ and you know I think a lot of folks they get caught up in trying to satisfy the the, the building and the, and the people in charge and um, trying to be the best Baptist and stuff like this and Lord I, I, I say this because I don't heard people say this out of their own mouth some people talking about I pay my tithes in the church I can say and do whatever I want to they are so caught up on that to the point oh, it's like oh yes goodness I don't heard that for years Oh my goodness. Years in a lot of churches. And, you know, it's to the point where it's just like you, in your mind, you be like, why do you even come here? Do you truly, are you truly hungry for Christ? And that's the thing with tradi- some a lot of traditions. They are there to, to give some type of structure, but you got to be careful with it because people start to turn that into their lifestyle. Then, when, then, if Jesus was to appear before them in the flesh, face to face, Jesus they gonna, wouldn't even recognize him. Come on, they you better say it. They, oh, it it really concerns me because I I do have a soft spot for church traditions. Um, mm-hmm, me too. The the black church really did a lot for us. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole time we've been in America, um, the history runs deep. But nowadays, it's just like church culture and church politics. People get so caught up into it that, like you said, they don't have a relationship with God outside of the walls of church. And that's what's concerning. Mm, so true. And um, like for example, y'all know me. I grew up in a Baptist. I'm a Christian that just happened to have grown grown up and and continually attend a Baptist church. Y'all know here on God's record, I'll pop out a hymn in a second. <laughs> right, like I'm in the choir. We be singing the hymns, the old school songs. I love it so so much. Yeah, I pop out a hymn real quick. You may even get a hooper holler at me every now and then. But I get a two step. You see, see, I definitely gotta have you back on here. <laughs> yeah, it's just you know, don't get me. I, I'm not, I'm not down talking j- tradition. I don't want nobody to think that because the, there's a lot of traditions I really hold close and dear. But at the same time, you gotta examine a lot of those traditions and see, see, is it helping bring souls to Christ or is it destroying the church? And there are some out there that are really destroying the church. Um, real quick, I'm, I'm reminded of a scripture in Matthew 7, 7, 21, 22, and 23. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my father in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me 
you who practice lawlessness now jesus said that now so brings me to another um tradition that that you really got to be careful with just because you in more than one ministry or doing more than one thing <laughs> gee when jesus comes back you know when when you are before jesus he's not going to be concerned about what ministry you served on right or how many things you did it's going to be all about what's in your heart. What's truly your in your innermost being. Have, have you truly served him? Have you truly served, you know, his children? Have you truly done what needed to be done? Have you truly had a true connection with him at the end of the day? Because you can speak in tongues all you want to. You can, mm. you can run up and down the aisle all you want to. You could say, I, I served on this ministry. My great, great, great grandmama was this. You could do all that you want to. But at the end of the day, what do your heart look like? Exactly. And that verse, that verse that you just um, said, that ought to scare some people. Mm -hmm. Because oh, when Jesus. I when I first read that verse and when I was first, you know, getting right with God for real, um, hearing God say that, depart from me, I never knew you, that's scary. And I don't I don't see how people don't get shaken into like, yo, like I go to church, but how am I living when I leave the parking lot? Like, do I really know what, do I really know about this God that I go to church to praise? You know, like, mm -hmm. I just feel like people need to focus a little less on who they think they should be inside of the walls of a church and more on Christ and following Christ and more on following his will for their life exactly you are so right about that and just like we don't like when um people be two-faced to us god don't want you to be two-faced when it comes to him exactly um, you god know like god already knows there's no pretending there's no hiding at the end of your life when you face to face with him he already knows there's no excuses so get right now like <laughs> you have time to get right yeah because <laughs> that that's that's i wouldn't say it's a tradition but it's something that you see a lot of a lot of people go to church one way when they step out of those four walls they are a totally different person it's just like um, the question I'm going to ask is when you go throughout your daily life, who do people see? Do people see Jesus or do they see something else besides Jesus? And I know you may be saying, well, I'm, I'm not perfect. I'm human. Okay. You're human, but that's also starting to be used as an excuse a lot as an excuse to, you know, still live the way you want to live and do the things you want to do. Because at the end of the day, as as believers, we got to make sure that we are being the best example for Christ that we um can be. Because, you know, when we go out throughout daily life, we want people to see Jesus. We don't want them to really see us ourselves. We want them to see Jesus. And, you know, not just, you know, the, the same person, you know, we try to be in Christ inside the church. We should also be like that outside the church, outside the four walls. And and we live in a time where, you know, it's time to take off that mask and truly 
just let the Lord move and don't be ashamed to, to give your testimony and to really be who you need to be in Christ because that transparency, it, 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 it means a lot. I'm going right. to say this about today's generation, not just younger folks, but anybody in this generation who is truly hungry after Christ. I, I'm, a, I'm not going to say they because I'm, I'm along with them. We are tired of playing church. <laughs> tired! 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 Say it again. Like, oh, I just, I, I'm sorry. I screamed because I felt it. Like, I am exhausted. So exhausted. Tired of playing church. I, um, like I said, I'm in the choir. Um, I've been in the choir for like four years. It's, it's my school's choir. And so we, throughout the years I've been in the choir, we like travel everywhere every Sunday. So I haven't necessarily had a chance to plant my feet and find a church home. So when I do have free Sundays, I would just go to like one of my friend's churches or a local church in the area. And it just bothered me. It really hurt my soul for me to sit in there. And I honestly did not feel Jesus in the room. It just felt like people sitting in the pews playing church. Like I wasn't moved. I, it just didn't feel, I didn't feel like the gospel was really being represented or preached or showed. And it just made me exhausted. Like, I was tired of church hopping because I'm not getting, not getting what I need out the word, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's important because, um, oh man, Lord, God is moving today. Let me get my thoughts together. <laughs> you know, there's a lot going on in today's time and going back to what, um, kind of touch on what you just said and go back to what I said um, a second ago um, I really want you all to think of this as y'all listen people's souls are at stake there's a lot of people's souls at stake and there are a lot of people still unsure about Christ or there, there are some who don't even know really anything about Christ and it's so important for us to examine where we're at now and look at okay we need to do we need to continue with this we need to cut this out we need to work on this it's time for a true um self-examination because it's it's time to stop playing church and start being the church it's it's nothing wrong with having church but are you being the church right so I'm, I'm I'm gonna answer the question. My 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 answer. Um, I'm not gonna say that um, traditions. All traditions are killing church. There are some that are truly, honestly, killing the church. But it's up to each and every different you know church body or whatever the case is to take notice and make a change within that because. I, I I don't know if you're going to agree with, I don't, you know, I, I don't know if everybody going to agree with me when I say this, but you know, I'm truly more focused on winning souls and encouraging souls for Christ instead of some traditions. 
Exactly. And anybody that knows the one true living God ought to feel the same way, have that righteous desire to want to win souls because I don't want to see nobody go to hell. Mm -hmm. Nope. And like you said, some, some of these traditions, it is restricting people from receiving the gospel and really knowing who Christ is. And that's a problem. <laughs> big facts, big facts. And this is going to be my last thought for this discussion. Where I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask each and every one of you out there this question. I want you to answer out loud i don't know if you're around somebody but i want you to really think about this as you go throughout your day where is your relationship at in christ right now where how is our things looking right now if you if you true truly are in that walk with christ and you know you are growing day by day keep keep on going but if for those who are realizing that your relationship with christ needs to improve needs to get better well guess what the blood is still running warm in your veins. You still have time. Me personally, I don't believe in condemning no one because the, the, the great thing about recognizing that you have something to work on, you still got time. You are still here alive. Well, you still got time. Champ. We all got something we need to work on. Let me just say that. We all got something we need to work on. So don't don't you fret nor worry. Um, be, with all these traditions and different, not just traditions, but other things that's going on, when it comes to church you know who knows god may lead you to be the solution to that issue that problem but whatever you do do not do not do not get so caught up in certain traditions that you miss out on getting to know jesus christ because it's one thing for somebody your fellow brother your fellow sister somebody not to know you but for jesus to say i never knew you you think just because you've done this and done that he gonna know you know it's a terrible thing to do all kind of stuff think you're doing it in the name of jesus but come to find out you're just doing it for yourself do jesus know who you are if he right. doesn't you still got time to make that right do you have any closing um comments or thoughts today i do um i will leave y'all with another call to action um, if you are, if you currently have a church home or if you're looking for a church home, just be cognizant and uh, be vigilant about your decision to join a church. Like, are the, is this church calling you to be a better follower of Christ? Is this church calling you how, is this church telling you how to be a follower of Christ? Mm -hmm. um, are you learning how to truly follow Christ? Are you learning who Jesus is? Or are there sermons about uh, God going to bless you with some money or God going to send you a new car or bless you with a relationship? You need to pay attention to stuff like that. Uh, is this church teaching you how to go out and make disciples? Is this church teaching you the Great Commission? Uh, Jesus has all authority and power in his hands and he's given us the Holy Spirit so that we can go out and make disciples. Is this church teaching you that? Um, just just keep that in the back of your mind when you're sitting in church or if you're um, trying to find a church home currently. Just think about those things and keep them in mind. 
Amen. Amen. I firstly, before I go into the invitation, I just want to thank you so much for joining me today here on God's recording. I definitely had some fun today. <laughs> I did too. Thank you for having me. I love talking about Jesus. So <laughs> I had a lot of fun too. Amen. And um I- I'm glad you brought that point about um when it comes to searching for a church home, make sure you basically do your homework basically. Make sure you pray pray and talk to God about it because don't just go to a church just because they say deep things and you know there's a whole lot of shouting and this and that Right. a church is like a gas station you go to the be filled up so when you go out into this world you'll have the you know more understanding of who, who the Lord is and you can minister that word to somebody else so um, be, be, be very you know alert and, and, and act, make sure you have communication with the Lord during that process because um um there's nothing wrong with you know praying to god for um for a financial blessing or you know uh, praying for a house or praying for um future boo or whatever because don't worry don't worry i'm praying for my future wife i know she out there somewhere but uh, you know (laughs) Uh, yeah it's definitely nothing wrong with it yeah but don't get so caught up on that that you missed the big point of the importance of going to to a church building you go to to be filled with the word and to learn more about christ and to be get more equipped and right. um don't get caught up in the trick please don't get caught up in the traditions i i, I done oh this is my mic drop moment i'm really done don't <laughs> ooh, don't get so caught up in church membership that right. you miss the discipleship part mm, exactly you know um when you when you join church it's not just about putting your name on that church role it's about discipleship i'm gonna leave that i'm gonna leave that right there but um right now <laughs> I'm gonna go into. I'm gonna extend this invitation before we go today here on God's recording. I don't know who you are out there. I don't know your name or anything like that. But one thing I do know is that God knows you. He sees all. He knows all, and He truly, truly wants you to accept a gift He has given to this world. This gift named Jesus Christ. For God so loved the word that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. My friends, today here on God's Recorder, I extend this invitation to Christ. Don't worry about your past. Because the scripture tells us that if any man be in Christ Jesus, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things are made new. You are new in Christ Jesus. Just confess your sins to him. Repent. Turn away from your sins. And declare Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. If you want to rededicate your life. Not just give your life to Christ. But if you want to rededicate your life to Christ. That is also extended at this time. If you need special prayer. I will pray with you and for you. Even if you have more questions about this man. Named Jesus Christ reach out to me if you want to accept jesus christ as savior rededicate your life to christ or have more questions about christ or need special prayer reach out to me all my contact 
information is in the description to this podcast. Whatever you do today, be sure that you don't tune off of this episode and you have not said yes to Jesus Christ. He's knocking at the door of your heart. Won't you let him in? He's waiting on you. In the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Spirit. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you so much, Ayana, for joining me today here on God's Recording. Once again, it was a joy. Again, thank you for having me. Amen. Until next time, my friends, this is Minister Bertram B.J. Major signing off, telling each and every single one of you to stay great, stay safe, and be blessed.